called to the booth. Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick get the late bag. Chargers coming to town off the bye week. Paul, drop that beat. Harrison Sanford, a keep to lead. Call to the booth right here on Altitude TV, where we break down the Broncos going into each week. And this week, they get the Los Angeles Chargers. But before we talk about the games, let's talk about the paper. Cortland Sutton getting a contract extension, four years, $60.8 million. He's locked up. Tim Patrick's locked up. Akeem, what does this mean for the Broncos' future? Hey, they, that mean they, they, they want them weapons to be there for whatever quarterback they bring into town, man. So... We don't know if it's going to be uh, uh, Deshaun. We don't know if it's going to be A-Rod. We don't know if it's going to be Russ. But they definitely going to go out and try to get somebody this offseason. Uh, and you want, you, want them to, you want that offense to look appealing for whatever quarterback it is. So lock those guys up, man. Make sure you don't, them guys ain't going nowhere. Those two good receivers who showed they could play, big body guys. I'm saying you got speed. You got young Judy. That offense, look, it looked inviting you know what i'm saying if i'm if i'm aaron Rodgers, i want to go to a good situation the broncos look like they got a good situation yes indeed obviously it's going to be a little bit dicey you would imagine for teddy bridgewater here uh, in terms of potentially coming back and even drew lock but uh looks like a great place for a future quarterback to come in and take over uh for that team but i do ask you a key now that we are like at this point where it pretty much seems that teddy bridgewater won't be the starting quarterback next year just judging how by the money that's being used and who might be out there, would you have done the draft over again? Justin Fields, Mac Jones. I know you like him for New England Patriots. Obviously, Pat Sertan has had a solid rookie season, has been looked very good. But you and I both know the most important position on the field is quarterback, and you could have right. gotten for a discount. Would you have done the draft in a different manner now that you look back at it, now that we're going into week 12? If I was the Broncos, I wouldn't. I don't think I would have, man. Uh, looking back at it, man, I probably would have got the same production from the rookies that I would have got from Teddy, you know what I'm saying? With, with, with all the injuries included, everything. A lot of injuries had a lot to do with this season for the Broncos. But, uh, yeah, I feel like now you 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 didn't go all in on quarterback first round. Now you you up in the air when it's, it's – I don't know if it ever been three quarterbacks like this who might be on the market. You got a Russ, a Deshaun, and an A-Rod all on the market. You don't want to be just drafted a first-round quarterback last year with those three guys on the market, you know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't have did it different, man. I would have did it just like I did it, and I would have been trying to get one of these vets who I know could play in the league. I would have been trying to bring one of these guys in next year. Yeah, opportunity for them to really take a next, the next level if they can get one of those guys and still have a chance to be a playoff team, uh, especially with the way the AFC West is looking, at least with one team, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we thought everything that happened to them could have been a rallying call. It does not right. seem as so now. Uh, what, is, what is your uh, viewpoint on the Las Vegas Raiders coming off that loss at home to the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah, they just they just ain't really I feel like they drained, man. They use they use so much emotional energy in the in the past couple of weeks that they, they just look drained out there to me, uh, honestly. Uh but uh, I think it's time to stick a fork in them, man. I think they might be done. They got this, these big division games coming up, and I think they're the weakest one in the division. So 
Stick a fork in the Raiders, man. It's a lot of adversity. It, it, it pumped them up for a while. I think that run is over with. And one team that is making a run is the Kansas City Chiefs in our first show of the week, which you could find on Apple Podcasts, all on YouTube. Uh, you have the Kansas City Chiefs number two in the power rankings. And when it comes to a no-fly zone ranking, not the D no-fly zone, but in terms of your ranking of secondaries, uh, they were at number three. Tell our Broncos fans what you think about the Chiefs now at this part of the season. I think the Chiefs is on the move, man. I, I said it I said it before on our show that the Chiefs have one of the, the toughest starts to the season out of everybody, right? So I think it built them, man. It built them. It kind of kind of humbled them a little bit, gave them a good idea how teams was going to play them going forward. And I think Patrick Mahomes is adapting to that. He's not throwing it deep as much. Take those mid-range, eight, nine-yard passes, check downs, things like that. So... And then their defense, man. Their defense is really coming along. They ain't stopping people from getting in the end zone last few weeks. They got Ward and Sneed together. That's the key. You got to have Ward and Sneed out there together. Then they can play the kind of defense that they want to play, man. So those guys been out there together for the last four, three, four weeks or whatever. The Chiefs is coming. Chiefs going to make a lot of noise uh, the next couple months. Broncos have a chance to get into that no-fly zone power rankings, potentially with a good performance against Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. Let me come back with Colts in the booth. We'll preview that matchup. Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Denver to take on the Broncos. We'll be right back. I don't know. I I'm really ain't here for the players choosing to pick coaching. You know what I'm saying? You the guys on the field. You could We could run 24 dive every play. And if our center and our guard win that double team, our tackle kick him out, our fullback come kick him out, if they do it every play, We'll get yards every play. So coaching is for the birds. Coaching is for the birds, Harrison, man. Players make schemes look good. You know what I'm saying? So make the scheme look good. Don't blame it on the coaches. Back with more Cold to the Booth. Harrison Sanford, the key to lead. By the end of this show, we will break down uh, our game pick for the Chargers visiting the Denver Broncos. But first, let's go into the scouting report. We all saw what Justin Herbert did on Sunday Night Football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had won the game, and they lost it, and they won it again. Mike Williams, big mm -hmm. touchdown catch at the end. Uh, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. We know the usual, uh, usual suspects for Los Angeles Chargers. How in the world do the Broncos corral them, Akeem? It's going to be tough, man. We know that's an explosive offense. But uh, just executing, man, not missing tackles, man, being where you're supposed to be, making the plays that come to you. Uh, you know it's going to be a division game. It's going to be a hard-fought game, but play your game, man. We know what the Broncos are going to do, man. They're going to play their defense. They're not going to switch it up and, and go play man this week and cover four this week and cover two. The Broncos are going to play what they play. Go out there and execute, man. They're out physical, these boys. Hit them in their mouth, man. Send them home. Uh, Keith, you're familiar with Brandon Staley, uh, and you kind of, I, I assume you know how his a defense kind of operates, what the Chargers have been doing for the major, majority of the season. They've almost been inviting teams to run the ball. You've mm -hmm. always said the key to the Broncos' offense is running the ball. You can get into the play action, can make some easier throws for Teddy Bridgewater. So Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, is this a trick? Is all the rushing yards that, are, that could be in front of them, is that a plot to kind of corral the offense from keeping up with Justin Herbert? Yeah, I mean, I think you got to run the ball, though. So, Staley going to invite you to run the ball. He's going to play those two high safeties super deep. If he wants you to run it, you just keep running it, man. You run it. You keep you keep, uh, you keep, keep uh, the Chargers offense off the field. 
man, that's the best way to slow down a, a tough offense. You keep him off the field, man. So he's going to play too high. You got to run it. You got to throw quick screens, short passes. And that's kind of how, that's kind of how everybody's playing the Chiefs right now. Uh, you invite them to do it. A lot of teams can't, can't stay patient and uh, finish out those drives. But when you play against the Chargers, you got to run the ball, man. You got to, that got to be a part of your game. You got to try to win the time of possession game. Run the ball, score in the red zone. You have Chris Harris Jr. going against Jerry Judy. You have Asante Samuel uh, Jr. going against Cortland Sutton. Does this seem like another Tim Patrick day for you from a fantasy football perspective? From a fantasy football perspective. Or did I get those matchups right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah. I think you. I think you got the matchups right. Judy will be inside. Chris will be inside. Uh, Sant, I mean, uh, Sante Samuel Jr. will be outside. Sutton will be outside. I think it might be another Tim Patrick day, man. Uh, we'll see how Judy and Judy and Chris is gonna battle in the inside. That's gonna be a great matchup. That that quickness that Judy bring to the table is is second to none. So Chris definitely gonna have his hands full with that. But uh, Tim Patrick, he always the odd man out, man, and and I expect him to have a lot of targets, especially in that red zone. All right, before we get out of here, Broncos two and a half point underdogs. Hosting the Chargers, 47, and 47 over under. Give me a game pick before we get out of here. I hate to do it, man, but I got to go with my first mind. Team's been slow off that bye week, man. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think the Chargers going to come win by a field goal. 47 under over under? Under. I don't think it's going to be one of those kind of games. I think it's not going to be a, a shootout type of situation. A lot of running, you know, them two high stages. It's going to be a lot of running the football, a lot of that clock moving, going under 47. For all Broncos fans, and I think maybe for you as well, we're all hoping that you're wrong, and that when we come back next week, we can look ahead uh, to hopefully another Broncos win. <laughs> uh, for, a key, for a key to leave, I'm Harrison Sanford. This call to the booth. We'll see you guys next week.